Welcome back to the Beyond Balance podcast. I'm Catherine Zach. I am so grateful that you are here. I started the Beyond Balance podcast almost a year ago. I was at home with my then five or six week old baby and feeling a lot of things, <laughs> feeling the kind of all encompassing nature of early parenthood, that newborn stage, and total absorption and presence to the roller coaster that moment is, <laughs> and also feeling disconnected from other parts of myself. My work, which brings me a lot of joy and a lot of satisfaction, my work teaching people how to be present, how to relax into their lives, how to manage stress, all of it. Though I was living those lessons myself in that moment, I missed teaching. I was also feeling the weight the pressure of our stress culture that can make any one of us feel like we're not doing enough, even on the days that we're exhausted by doing all that we can, that makes us feel like we're not going fast enough, even though we're rushing all of the time, that tells us we can have it all, that balance is this achievable holy grail And if we just hustle a little more, take on one more thing real quick and do it perfectly, we'll finally be okay. So with the confluence of all of those factors, I picked up a mic that had been collecting dust since the beginning of the pandemic and started this podcast. I always wanted Beyond Balance to be a conversation with you about busting the myths of stress culture, how to be a little more gentle and patient and gracious with ourselves and present to our lives, how to truly be well as we do our most meaningful work. But almost as quickly as I started the podcast, I put it back down Quite frankly, I had too much on my plate, and I also don't think that I was ready to fully take on the job then of dismantling stress culture. But here we are, nine or so months later, and I really do see that as my work, downshifting the collective nervous system of this wild world one conversation at a time, and empowering you with real tools to take on stress in your own life while we quietly disrupt stress culture together bit by bit. That newborn baby is now one year old and about to start walking all over the place. I feel more than ever that my work is to soften the edges of stress culture so that perhaps my kids don't grow up feeling as pummeled by it as I did, and that we have a little more space and grace for ourselves going forward. So the Beyond Balance podcast is back with its core mission even stronger and with a slightly different format, one that's a little shorter more actionable and inspiring, and perhaps more realistic for you to fit into an already full day. My deep hope is that you begin to feel different 
while you listen to the podcast, that you learn something about stress and about yourself, and also that you could take a fuller breath, like you could finally exhale for a moment, that you could loosen your grip just a bit and move into the next moment of your day with a little more calm and patience and hopefully take away a stress relief tool that you'll use again and maybe even share with your people. By the way, if you just happen to know anyone else who is stressed out in your life, please, if you would, pass this podcast along to them. And also in the meantime, in the time that I've been on hiatus from the podcast, I've birthed another baby of sorts, not a human baby, but one that took me almost as much creative work. I've launched Stress School, my eight-week interactive online training and one-on-one coaching program that teaches smart, effective stress management strategies to high-achieving, high-performing folks in fast-paced, high-demand careers and lives who want more presence and more connection and the tools to be well while they do their great work. Maybe that's you. (laughs) Even if you're the most stressed out person with the busiest schedule, endless deadlines, and the least amount of time to spare, Stress School will challenge you to transform your stickiest stress stories and habits so that you can start living and working from your optimal zone. I'll do my best to share some of that stress school wisdom in each episode of the Beyond Balance podcast. And you've always got an open invitation to join me in stress school. So because I've always wanted this podcast to be a conversation with you, the new format means that Each episode will be grounded in a question about stress and stress culture submitted by you. I'll give an actionable instruction as I answer your stress questions in each episode. And of course, end each episode with a short practice, a way for you to embody immediate stress relief in every single episode. To submit your question for a future episode, go to katherinezack.com slash ask me. I'll link that in the show notes as well. I simply cannot wait to hear from you. So thank you for your patience with my preamble today. Won't be like that every episode. (laughs) Let's roll into the first question to kick us off on the rebirth of the Beyond Balance podcast. So I couldn't just start with one. I'm excited by what you're asking me. So I've combined questions from two listeners um, because I love how they speak to each other and the stress solutions that they help bring us to. So the first question is, how do I befriend my stress rather than getting stuck in it or wanting it to disappear? Oof, yes, how do we? (laughs) And the second question, so good, is this. Right now, I'm working with what is underneath the stress. And I am finding that a lot of it is my ability to be kind to myself and to let whatever is happening be okay. 
I keep reminding myself that no one is going to yell at me because my kitchen isn't perfect, yet somewhere deep in the emotional brain, this is what I'm anticipating. How do we stop from being stressed about things that aren't actually happening? So this is what I'm hearing with these two really good, honest human questions. How do I befriend my stress instead of wanting it to disappear? And how do I access what is underneath the stress to be kinder to myself as I deal with my stress, especially the stress that is just the story of stress spiraling in my head? Okay. I put these two questions together because I think they both recognize a key point that I want to put at the outset. And that is this, we cannot get rid of stress completely, nor would we want to. So that's the first thing. Not all stress is bad. Stress that is properly timed and utilized helps us achieve our biggest goals and accomplish even our most essential everyday tasks. And yet, most of us are all too familiar with bad stress, the chronic and acute stress that knocks us over, that makes us irritable and reactive, that keeps us up at night with our wheels spinning with anxiety and worry, and that lives in our bodies and manifests as pain, discomfort, illness, or worse. And we've got a lot of future podcast episodes and all of stress school to unpack that distinction between good and bad stress. But for now, I'll just say that these questions acknowledge that truth beautifully, that we can never get rid of stress completely, nor would we want to, because not all stress is bad. So that leads us to our next question. What do we do with it? The second reason I put these questions together that we'll stay with today is that both questions use language that we don't necessarily think of when we're talking about stress. To befriend or make friends with our stress and to be kind to ourselves, to let whatever is happening be okay. And we don't usually talk in terms of kindness or friendship, or being okay when it comes to stress, because all these words and phrases suggest a kind of gentleness toward ourselves and our stress. And we don't normally think this way because stress feels the opposite, right? It feels hard. It feels edgy. Stress feels tight and constricting and makes us hold our breath and clench our jaws and our shoulders to grip tightly with our bodies. Stress is like armor we wear that just puts us on attack and defense mode, right? (laughs) Nothing very friendly or kind feeling about how we usually see and experience our stress. And yet that gentleness, that kindness, that befriending is actually how we can begin to be with our stress, to learn from our stress, to let go of the stress that we don't need. Because if stress can never go away completely, the only thing we can do if we're going to feel better and make our lives better and treat our people better, including ourselves, we've got to make friends with our stress. 
impossible, you say. (laughs) I know it sure feels like it. And actually the listener who used befriend is way more enlightened than I am. (laughs) You see this kind of language of befriending. You see this a lot in Buddhist meditation, mindfulness, insight meditation. It's kind of a popular piece of meditation jargon. But for me, friendship almost feels like a big leap on a lot of days, maybe most days. So if befriending stress feels like a leap for you too, you can use the language that I often use instead, which is this, to have a relationship with our stress, a dialogue, an understanding, a learning experience with our stress. If friendship with your stress already works for you, by all means, go ahead. But if that feels like too big a leap, like it does for me, you can borrow this. I am in relationship with my stress. What this relationship with our stress makes possible is that we don't have to get stuck in it. We don't have to squash it or destroy it or make it disappear completely. We can learn to work with our stress instead. If we can work with ourselves, if we can have a relationship with our stress, what that means is that we don't have to get rid of anything. We can still be our crazy, jealous, exhausted, frustrated, angry, doubtful selves, and we can still be working with our stress. And the basic ground of practicing that, of working with our stress is being in relationship with whoever we are right now, the person with the messy kitchen, who is actually okay in the real world, but is still fearful on that deep ancient level of her nervous system that something terrible will happen because of it. We can feel all of that. We can see ourselves and we can do this work of coming into relationship with our stress exactly from that place of whoever we are right now, our messy, imperfect, fearful selves. Maybe I'm just speaking for me. (laughs) If we practice just noticing that, seeing that, we'll begin to learn to stay with it, to stay with ourselves and in that way, come into relationship with our stress and what it's here to teach us about being with ourselves, about being ourselves today in this world right now. And what I really love about this approach to stress, um, and that's a word stress that I use to both describe the physiological response in our body governed by our nervous system. And also in the kind of everyday way that we'd use that word, I'm so stressed, any sense of dis ease of being clenched, of being caught up in something, feeling like you're being crushed by something, weighed down by something, like you could just lose your cool at any moment, spending our lives armored up. I mean all of this when I say stress. So what I love about this approach of befriending our stress, leading with kindness when it comes to our stress, coming into relationship with our stress is that it suggests that we already have everything we need to be able to do this. We know this as humans on a very basic core level, how to be kind, how to be friendly, how to have relationships. It's like our source code. So if we already have everything we need to do this, if we have a relationship with our stress to befriend ourselves in any moment, that means that this work is not a self-improvement plan. 
Imagine that. Even though we lay into ourselves all the time, don't we? Especially when we're stressed, we beat ourselves up or hard on ourselves. This approach says no. Who we really are underneath all of this already, who we are is fundamentally good, not fundamentally flawed. Imagine that. (laughs) And when we start with that premise, it's a breeding ground for more kindness, more compassion, more softening, more openness when it comes to working with our stress. If you're not a hopelessly bad person who needs to really shape up, (laughs) but a fundamentally good one who's just experiencing their stress like everyone else, that can be a wildly different starting point than we might otherwise take. And if that basic goodness underlies our ability to have a relationship to our stress that is malleable and changeable, that can be friendly and kind, well, we can connect with that underlying basic goodness in any moment, even our most stressful, even when our kitchen is still and always a mess. We can pause even right now and connect for one moment with that basic goodness. So go ahead. Unless you're driving, take a hand to your heart. Let your hand relax as you do this. Your fingers soft and relaxed, palm open and receptive. Place your hand on your heart and just See if you can feel that warmth. Feel the beat of your heart. Feel the rise and the fall of your chest as you breathe. You can even take your other hand, relax it. Loosen your grip. Relax that hand as you place it over the hand that is already on your heart. And as you do, can you let your shoulders relax a bit? Relax down your back, away from your ears. Can you relax your jaw too? Maybe take a deep breath in through your nose. And then open your mouth and exhale, exhale, exhale. As you take a few breaths like this, can you continue to soften your body, to loosen your grip, soften the belly, relax the brow. As you breathe in, soften. As you breathe out, soften. And just for this moment, take off your armor, put down your sword, and just be kind to yourself. One more moment, just like this. Okay, so thank you for simply 
being here. I can't wait to continue to be in conversation with you. Pass this podcast on to a friend who might need to hear this message of self-compassion and kindness too. Visit katherinezack.com slash ask me to submit your question to the podcast. This is Beyond Balance. I'm Katherine Zack and you are always welcome here.